Welcome to the Time Blaster Toy Cast. You can download this podcast on all major streaming platforms, including Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to leave us a review. On each episode, we will select a random review for a very special giveaway. To stay up to date with us, please make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at Time Blaster Toys, also at The Retro KO. We also want to hear from you. Ask us a question on Twitter or Instagram using the hashtag AskTimeBlasterPod, and we will try our best to answer as many as we can on the show. The following podcast is scheduled for mystery with a 60-minute time limit. Introducing first today's topic. Today, we have a spin the wheel, make a deal, randomly drawn toy lines and products that will be picked out of a hat, which is in the version of a cellular telephone device with a random wheel generator. Sit back, relax, open your mind for a retro episode here where we dive into a mystery grab bag. What a journey we're about to go on, folks, because now your hosts are weighing in today with the stress of fatherhood and fanfare of figures with actions. One sells actual mystery bags, and the other enjoys the mysterious thrill of what's inside a pack of cards. They are the reigning and defending ToyCast Tag Team Champions of the World at the Retro KO Joe at Time Blaster Toys Keith, together known as the Time Blaster ToyCast. Okay, spin the wheel, make the deal. Makes me think of one thing, boys. Spin that wheel. Coal Miner's Glove. 1992 <laughs> Halloween Havoc. You know that's right. <laughs> So, Coal Miner's Club is not on the wheel, right? It is not on the wheel, no. But we do what? So, we have nine topics. We have nine topics. So, between the three of us, we each came up with three things we wanted to talk about. We got them on a wheel, baby. We're going to spin it, and we're just going to go at random. And, man, the mystery, the intrigue. We need to to shuffle this wheel a little bit. Episode 20 right here for you folks. And uh, we've been doing this thing for a couple of months. Pretty exciting. And uh, we appreciated your questions and answers a few weeks back. And we thought we'd do something here to mix it up and, and give you a little excitement. So we are look forward to another questions and answers episode in the future. So send those in when you have them. Uh, you'll hear us officially announce it. And Joe, do you got the wheel ready? I do have the wheel ready. All right. Who wants sh- to go first? Shuffling it up. Ooh, I'll go first. All right. So I just click this white. Yeah. This white Spin part. that wheel. All right, guys. Here we go. Spinning the wheel. What are we going to talk about first? So many options. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You guys ready for this? We have a winner. We spun the wheel. We're going to be talking about pound puppies. The pound puppies, baby. You guys remember these pound puppies? That's like mid-80s, right? I do, yeah. At its height? Yeah, 84, I believe, is when they came to the United States, and it was Tonka who originally had the the pound puppy... uh, the licensing for that, they came out of Canada. It was a, a small deal in Canada where they thought that this concept where let's take these plush stuffed animals, basically, sure. these dogs. Let's come up with some real cool packaging, put them in there. Where it looks like they're in a cage, nice bright yellow box, and then they come with a certificate. You get to name your dog. It's like it's like getting a dog from the pound. Well, yeah, because, they I mean, sweet. every little kid to this day, they all want a puppy, Can't right? go wrong yeah. with puppies. Um, can I have a puppy? Yeah. Dad, can I get a puppy? Well, no, but you can have a pound puppy. Right. It's cute. It's plush. The packaging, again, that's like the main thing that I yeah, remember about pound sweet, puppies. Yeah. 
Yeah, a little crate to carry your pound puppy. They had in. their little head sticking out. And there were different sizes, right? Yeah. You, you'd have like the normal one you're picturing, and then there'd like be the little Which, baby pound puppies. And then there's yeah. the giant ones. And then there's yeah, there's like literal like you know, a pillow. pillow on your yeah. bed yeah. size. Oh yeah, they evolved. Yeah, they evolved drastically to cover all ends of the uh, the plush spectrum, yeah. if you will. Yeah, I, I had a couple as a kid. Uh, really? I remember like a black and white. Like none of them were real dogs, really, until the TV show came out, which was years later. There was uh, a Pound Puppies TV. There was a show? cartoon. Yeah. There was a cartoon. Oh. Yeah. yeah, like so the the toys. Like I said, eighty four. So I think it was eighty six or eighty seven when the Pound Puppies TV show dropped, and they had like three seasons of it. It was pretty successful. But they actually put like mixed dogs in there. They were all mutts, but they were like a lab retriever and a beagle bloodhound like they yeah. all had like a mix mm. they had names and stuff where when you actually got pound puppies as a kid they were it was all the same dog right yeah were i think there, there was uh... five different colors yeah. four or five different colors and you had like a, like i had a black and white one and a brown one right and i think there was like a like a blonde like a golden retriever looking yeah. one and they didn't make like smaller articulated versions of pound puppies did they I'm not that to... i can recall yeah. no I know they've bounced. Like you can still buy pound puppies. There's well, they came back in the last few years. Yeah, they, like they, a retro line. Yeah, kind of Target thing. has that end cap to this day. With the it's My like, Little Pony on yeah, it. Yeah, it's everything. like a, you know the retro end cap yeah. where they, they have, got an etch a sketch. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You know everything kind of packaged similarly to the '80s toys and pound puppies. Have, yep. They've been back there for a couple years. Just trying to pull us in. That's what mm-hmm. they're doing. Yeah, I know they bounced lines too. I'm not sure who's putting them out now, but I I, I know. Like ten years ago, when they made the first comeback, yeah. uh, after being down for about fifteen years, they, it's got to be Hasbro, back. right? Because Hasbro bought Tonka, probably. So it's got to be Hasbro. Could be. Yeah. Um, there was uh, Pound Puppies. Oh wow! <laughs> I was not expecting Pound Puppies <laughs> no. on this list. <laughs> to be first. Hey, you know you got to mix it up. We have some female listeners as well that I'm sure had a ton of Pound right, Puppies. Lots of Pound. My yeah. cousin had tons. of I'm pound picturing puppies. my sister's like bad heaven. Yeah. There was a lot of yeah, Pound Puppies. Right. I had two as a kid. Um, I thought they were cool. I mean, we had beagles, we had dogs, so I was like, "Oh man, I was you know, if they came out in '84, I was a baby. I mean, I was turning one in '84. So by the time '86 rolled around, you know, three year old wants wants stuffed animals. What better stuffed animal to get a kid for Christmas than the licensed pound puppy? How many wrestling moves did you do on your pound puppies? Yeah. You know, I was power bomb your pound puppy. The the macho man elbow off the bed. Um, what better way than uh, than do that? But yeah, pound puppies are still out there, folks. If you're not familiar with them, check them out. If you got really, really little ones at home, they might love very cool a pound puppy. Make sure they can take care of it before getting a real puppy. There you go. Yep. Introduce right. them to the world of pound puppies before the real thing. All right, let's spin ready? the wheel, man. Let's go, Dave. Dave, right. what do you got? My man, you're up. Spinning the wheel. We got top pound puppies. Here we go. Round and round she goes. Where it stops, no one knows. We're slowing down, and we have. Rock Lords. Ooh. Taking a trip to 1986. Rock Lords. So right, who remembers Rock Lords? Me. Absolutely now, me. The Rock Lords were a spinoff of the GoBots. Yes. I don't know if any of you guys had GoBots. I'm sure we, between the three of us, we did. And uh, it started with the movie, the GoBots and the uh, Battle of the Rock Lords. Oh, geez. I didn't yeah. realize there was Rock so go. The there was Rock a film. Lords are in a movie? It was a feature film that went to theaters. It came out a few months before Transformers, right? If I yeah, remember correctly. Yeah, wow. So when, I, when, when you sent Rock Lords at the top, I was like, I don't remember Rock yeah, Lords man. at all. People don't talk about Rock Lords at Didn't even know this toy existed. And then wow. when I like looked it up real quick, I was like, oh, I did not know these toys existed. But I saw the GoBots Battle of the Rock Lords yeah. movie. I remember watching it on VHS as a kid. Yeah. 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 So Rock Lords is 
an action figure line. So as a kid, I didn't have Transformers. I didn't Me have GoBots. I was not into that type of stuff. Right. But for some reason, at some point, I got my hands on a Rock Lord. You ended up with some Rock Lords. And I was hooked, man. I probably I don't know how many they ended up making, but I had at least 12 different figures. And I held on to those things for so long. I mean, honestly, I probably sold them in the last 10 years. Yeah. And it's one of those things I kind of regret because I loved those little dudes, man. There were so many cool ones. Dude, so Series 1 had six. Okay. And you had three what they call good rocks. Okay. And their names were Boulder, Granite, and Nugget. Nugget! And then you had three bad guy rocks, which have cooler names. You have Magmar, Tombstone, and Sticks and Stones. That's great name, and they were packaged with little uh, mini comics like Motu. Yeah, they were all, cool. they were awesome. So yeah, they're just little little you little know dudes. dudes, and you transform and they, transform them, and they would just look like small, they look like freaking small rocks. But Nugget was the one I remember. So he was yeah. little. He was and he little. Was, he, was he was gold, gold. Yep. all gold. Yeah. He looked like half robot, half rock, all Nugget. He was awesome. I loved oh, that guy. And then later on, they had the Jewel Lords. They were like translucent plastic. Ooh, and they kind of looked like gems, which were kind of cool. Oh, I I was out of the line by then. Yeah. Are those worth money now? I'm not sure. Yeah. Rock Lords, though. They so got to cool. be, though. I'm tempted. Every time I get my hands on a Rock Lord, I almost want to take it home with me. Right. And, you know, I might. That might be the next line I do a deep dive Rock in. Lords. I mean, you can set your rocks up on the shelf. So what year was Rock Lords? 86. Love them. Love yeah. Rock Lords. All right, Dave, you good on Rock Lords? Should we spin? I'm, I'm good on Rock Lords, yeah. Let's go. Spin that wheel. Pound puppies, rock lords. Who's, oh man, what's who's next? joining the mix? Oh, we're going right up Dave's alley with Mask. Oh boy! All right, guys, sit back and relax. Dave's going to talk about Max. Mask. He's been wanting weeks to talk <laughs> about one of these action figure lines. Mask yes. is a great line. Mobile armored strike command mask. So we, it's a good segue here with rock lords because you mentioned like not having transformers and not having GoBots. I had neither of those things. Right. But I had Mask Toys, which was in the same line of, of thinking where you had vehicles mm -hmm. that would be one thing, right. and they would transform into something else. Uh, my favorite toy as a kid, as I mentioned a few weeks ago, was Condor. It was this little green motorcycle that had a propeller on the back that turned into a like a helicopter. Um, that thing would fly around. Thought it was super cool as a kid. Fit with all the toys. You could put GI Joes on this thing. You could put, uh, you could mix it in with your Ninja Turtles. Your your LJNs were way too big for Condor. Yeah. Oh yeah, but uh, but thing. you know most of my other toys I had He Man toys. You could Condor could live in that universe. Condor was was a great toy. Rhino we have here at at the Time Blaster Toy Store. Well, that's what big I was going to say, Dave. Toy. As fate would have it, yes, you want you've been talking about your Condor for weeks and weeks and weeks, and then yesterday. I meet a guy, walks in, I end up buying a giant box full Crazy. of mass toys. So Dave's got his, you know, his beloved Condor right in front of him while yes. he's talking about it. It's figure fate. It really was. Yeah, and then the big famous toy out of the line was Thunderhawk, uh, which was like a Camaro or a Corvette, some kind of fancy car. Okay. What hot color in the was 80s. it? It was red. Okay. And then the wings came out. It, it flew. A lot of these toys were be ground vehicles that would Turned fly. Yeah, vehicles. a vehicle that would transform into another vehicle, vehicle right? Yeah. 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 But they okay. were like real vehicles. I think that was the big selling point of, of Mask. I mean, this didn't appeal to me as a child, but I think it was because they were taking like real modeled vehicles, so like a Hot Wheels or Matchbox, yeah, more Hot Wheels, and like, hey, this is a 1968 blah blah blah, yeah. and then we'll we'll turn it into a jet. Sure, it um, appeals to you know car aficionados too, right? Because these are you yeah. know like legitimate vehicles. So if you're like a Camaro guy, you could 
you know, in theory, buy a mass toy. Right. It looks awesome on a shelf as is, let alone right. the fact that it can transform. And it comes with a little action figure with yeah, a cool helmet. Yeah, the drivers helmet. are awesome. Yeah. yeah. I think there was almost 40 total vehicles uh, that they, they put out. A bunch of little people. The only two figures that I remember off the top of my head was was the hero of the show mm-hmm. was Matt Tracker. And with he had, two Ks. Uh, two Ks, two Ks. Yes. And he had his son, Scott Tracker, who had a cool little vehicle himself. I think it was called T-Bob. Um, so that was cool as a kid because I'm like, oh my god, there's a little kid in this show who's got his own vehicle, T Bob, right. um, and then uh, Miles Mayhem was the Miles, big villain. He was like the uh, the old guy, right? Yeah, he was gray haired brother with the mustache. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but big big time villain. Yeah, uh, his vehicle was a switchblade, uh, which came out of Laser Command Center, and it was a uh, like a helicopter jet plane type of deal. That's cool. It was it was awesome. I loved Mask as a kid. Did Mask have a cartoon? It or? did. It did. Yeah. yeah. See, I was not. I don't know. It's about seventy episodes, I believe, yeah. in total. So it had a decent two, run. Two seasons. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's got an awesome intro theme. Really? Very cool. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You got to get you my hands YouTube on a VH, that. Yep. VHS tape put, or yeah, even better VHS. Yes. They put their little masks on, and it it was fun. I loved Mask. Um, like I said, there was actually a crossover with GI Joe and Mask, even though Kenner made Mask toys and was it Hasbro or Mattel that did GI Joe? Hasbro. 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 Yeah. So yeah, the the um, a couple of the mask characters have GI Joes. Matt Tracker has a GI Joe. He That's does. Awesome. Figure. In re- what yes. in, in modern times? Or? I believe it came out in the '90s, like late or early '90s. Okay. It came out like after the GI Joe movie, which I think was like what '87, '88, somewhere around there. Yeah. It. No, that wow, I'm going to be here. googling that later. I did not know. Yeah, that Matt was Tracker true. has a GI Joe, and I think they absorbed the line somehow. But yeah, Kenner made this. It was. Uh, like as a kid, I had a couple of the vehicles, a couple of the main ones, and then you know a couple of the guys. But I loved the cartoon. I had my my toys to go with it. Just just tremendous memories. And and the old condo here, we talked pound puppies. <laughs> I got bit by a dog for the first time in my life by playing with Condor because he buried his bone. And my Condor fell right where he buried the bone. Oh no! And he was a old dog. Was Doobie. he your dog? Yes, Doobie okay. was. Uh, about fourteen year old Beagle. Okay. <laughs> and um I was like five or six and and mm. uh I started digging on the ground where he had just buried the bone and I grabbed You were Condor. in Doobie's territory, right? Oh, he Doobie. thought you were taking the bone. He man. took a hunk out of my leg as a five year old. He didn't bite me too too hard in hindsight, but as a five year old I was like, That dog attacked me. Right. Wow. Don't oh. cross Doobie, brother. Don't cross Doobie Doobie Doo. <laughs> don't cross Doobie <laughs> with Condor, but um but yeah, I mean that that toy I mean, seeing it here, it just it just brings back so yeah. many memories. You risked your leg to save Condor. I mean, I loved Mask. Yeah. I mean, it was it was a great cartoon. It was a great, a great show. Um, yeah, if I was a toy collector, Mask would probably be the toys I would collect. Just that's be, cool. Just because it was yeah, like, tons. Of, I mean, I yeah, at least once a week somebody comes in the shop asking for Mask. Oh, yeah. Like, there's a lot of dudes that are really into the line, and it just does not come around that often. Now's right? the time to come like, into Time Blaster. Literally toys. two days ago, someone came in the shop. You got a new Mask toys, and I'm like, I'm sorry, man, it's been months. I don't know when I'm gonna. And then the next day. It always works like that, it? Doesn't always it? works always. like that. Yeah, it's like figure fate. Just put it out in the universe. Yep. Someone asks for it, the next day it's so, here. So, yeah, if you're listening to this podcast and you're into mask toys, you should probably come by the shop this now week because this time. stuff sells very quickly. I'm going to clean it all up, complete it all up, and, yeah, it'll probably be out the door in the next two and weeks. And it looks it'll, great as is. It'll all be gone. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, very, Great very cool. condition. The packaging, the boxes had real cool artwork on oh, them, too, yeah. with the vehicles. Mask has a great logo. I love yeah. their logo. Very clean. Yes. Cool. All right. Well, so that's mask for you guys. I'm going to spin the wheel. Here we go, baby. We're switching topics. What's it going to be? I'm going to hold this phone up so you guys can't see. It's a surprise. 
Oh man, so this is this is straight up eighties right here too. Yeah. We're talking muscle man. Oh, Let's muscle. Do very, it, dude. Front loaded Dave episode here. Folks. <laughs> <laughs> Dave's getting all his picks oh, in. Man. Yeah, I go pound puppies, uh, and then uh, he come at you with masks, and then here's my third pick, muscle. <laughs> Millions of unusual small creatures lurking everywhere is what muscle stands what for. What a name. Awesome. I did name. not know what muscle stood yeah, for. I didn't even realize that it was an acronym. Well, I guess I did know it was an acronym, but I didn't know yeah, what they, it stood Yeah, they somehow for. made it work, man. Yeah. These, these are the toys that I feel like every kid in the 80s had oh, oh yeah, yeah for sure but you just no one knew what they really were like i didn't or where they came from where right they, do you have a memory from? of like no. buying them they're just always there they maybe in a quarter <laughs> machine or something i don't know well they were like the perfect little you know yeah. grandma's coming over mm -hmm. your aunt you know she stops at the store and buys you a little thing of mat yeah. here's you know? a five pack yep here's yeah. some dudes and yeah i mean they, they came obviously like they're just so best way to describe them is it's like 200 depending on there was over 200 of them, and there's 230 characters. But then each characters. character has, you know, he can come in, what, five, six different colors? Yeah, that was a desperation yeah. move in, like, the when the line was dead to, to release different <laughs> colors. There's dudes out there collecting every color oh, I of believe every it. guy. It, it was a huge collector. It, it was like the – who was it who did this? I have a note here somewhere. I believe it was Mattel. Yeah. Mattel got the license to, to – um, to muscle from Japan. So right. in Japan, there was a comic in the 70s called Kanuki. Oh, God, I can't pronounce this. <laughs> Kaniki Man, Kanuku Man, I don't know how to say it, but it basically translates to Muscle Man. Okay. And um, it was basically a superhero, uh, alien superhero planet where they wrestled. They yeah. went to this planet and they wrestled to be, see who the king of the planet was or king of the. Sounds like a cool planet. The Muscle yeah. Man. <laughs> yeah, very cool. And you had all these crazy looking characters. Designed and that was the comic book and that was the early 80s in Japan. They had these these toys out and they were just two inch tall They were just two inch tall little pink flesh colored. I'd call them. yeah, like yeah. flat Yeah, exactly flesh colored designed guys and they had like little wrestler bodies and then they had crazy heads or they're cool Yeah, I mean every single one is totally unique yeah. the sculpts are, are wild man. Some of these guys look totally insane insanely cool. Yeah, but yeah, I mean the thing I remember about Muscle, obviously Muscle themselves, but the, like they spawned the whole like. There's just a million knockoffs of Muscle oh, or yes. similar, you know, and you'd buy them in the quarter machine. Yeah. You're at the grocery store. Yeah, you beg mom for a quarter. You know, they even had little He-Man ones. Remember, you could buy those. Yeah. There were you know little Transformer type Muscle Men, mm -hmm. and you know then eventually 90s you get to Monster in My Pocket. There's just so many of that small. You know, two-inch collectible PVC rubbery type of dude, and it all starts with these muscle men. Yep. Oh, absolutely! Like, yeah, then um, '86 is when they came to the states, and Mattel okay. licensed. And Mattel's marketing strategy behind it was, okay, WWF LJNs are just giant. Mm -hmm. WWF in '86 is massive. I mean, we're post WrestleMania one, WrestleMania two. Like, mm -hmm. Hogan is a legitimate household name and right. top. 10 recognizable human on the planet in 86. Uh -huh. Garbage Pail Kids, also massively popular at the time, which was a big collect them all thing. So when Muscle, when Mattel got these guys to the license from Japan, they were like, let's throw these out. Let's make them super cheap. You get four for a dollar. Yeah. You could get 10 for $2. Or you can get, I think it was 28 or 24 or 28 for, I think it was five bucks or something like that. Mm -hmm. And 
the whole concept of them was collect them all. You had your checkbox, yeah. and you wanted had the picture of all the guys. It was like a poster, and you check off all the guys you got. People wanted all 200-plus of them. And that was their whole marketing campaign and the commercials for them. I mean, I remember the commercials vividly <sighs> where like it's it's like a town hall or, or a city, a mayoral talking to a city, and then millions of unusual small creatures lurking everywhere, like invading the city, these little two-inch tall toys but yeah as far as being action figures it's hard to call them that because there's no articulation um there's no like they didn't come with card backs that kind of came in like a little bag almost like uh uh at the time when they originally came out they were in like a bag almost like what you do with your store like a oh yeah, yeah. like they said like a little muscle a little logo poly bag yeah. yeah and um no accessories i mean it was just they were just yeah these little two inch tall pink toys and um they were basically yeah. like what I thought was really cool when I did a little bit of research on this was Pokemon was inspired by Muscle, taking the whole collect them all. So Pokemon in Japan was already around in a thing, and then they went with the whole, like, hey, we saw how the United States marketed our Konica Man figures. Mm-hmm. Right. Let's take this with Pokemon, and let's push the collect them all Poke- into the Pokemon concept. And wow. now, I mean, Pokemon is, is history. worldwide wow. phenomenon. So we got to thank Muscle for that. Yeah, but there was cool, awesome carrying case. I uh, I had the carrying case as a kid, which is what made me think of Muscle for this, and it was a championship belt. Okay. So that, oh, that I was remember like that, yeah. The only championship belt that was made, like they didn't have like, right. that, you, that was easy to find, but you could get a Muscle championship belt in the store and hide all your little guys in them. I had a ton. I probably had 40. I don't know if they were the same or not, but those were just always around, like you guys said. You yeah. should get them always around yeah. times. I think Super 7 has them now, and that's where your new lines are coming out with right. where they're making all the whatever else Super 7 has. Uh, Masters of the Universe, right? Is oh, Super 7 is making everything, man. Everything. Yeah, literally everything that we like. Yeah. They even had a Nintendo game, too, for Muscle. And uh, Nintendo, ironically, is what pretty much killed them off with a lot of other toy lines. But yeah, it was Nintendo and. I mean, 86 Muscle came out, and by 88, they were, like, just going into gumball machines. Yeah. yeah. And the that's states, like, the marketing was, was dead and yeah. uh, down there. But awesome, 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 cool little things, and big for collectors. Oh, yeah. yeah. Super cool toys. All right, is it wheel time? It's wheel time, wheel time. Dave. It's wheel and deal, my favorite thing to do. Here we go. How it's many topics we got left? I'm not Five. sure. Five. Okay. Five topics. Got some big dogs on here, though. Speaking of big dogs. Uh-oh. The I don't big know dog. if it's going to get any bigger than this, The big Keith. dog. Discovery Zone. Oh, man. Yeah. Okay. So I could probably talk about Discovery Zone for an hour. but I can't I'm believe gonna... you still have this thing. Yeah. So Joe's <laughs> holding my, uh, what are those called? Hacky sack. Hacky sack. Yeah. I have a Discovery Zone hacky sack that I earned you know, playing Dude, games in Discovery nice Zone. Orange. Probably in 1995, I want to yeah, say. Yeah. Um, so Discovery Zone is a company. Well, first of all, if you don't know what Discovery Zone is, it's kind of like Chuck E. Cheese, right? Yeah. Yep. Ty- but the thing about Discovery Zone, so it was a place that you went and played, and there were arcade games and stuff like that, like Chuck E. Cheese. But DZ was different. You know, the game part of it was just a small part of it. It was mm-hmm. probably like 25% of the space was like games. Yeah. And 75% of the space was like a play area. Yeah. And, you know, when we were kids in the 80s and 90s, Chuck E. Cheese had some tubes and some balls, and there was some stuff going on. Not that much. DZ comes into town. Dude. Dude unbelievable first time i ever saw like that slide where it's like those roller they're like yes. roller oh, pins yeah, that's what when I you're sliding down of. it and you're just like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
And but the main thing, the main reason I want to talk about DZ is inside this giant play structure of tubes and whatever, and the way it was set up, like you'd go through a tube, you'd climb up a ladder, you'd go, like to get into this thing, mm-hmm. you had to do some stuff, right? Yeah, it was like parents were course. not going in there. No, they weren't. My mom was not going to climb in and do all this wild stuff to get in there. Yeah. So once you're in there as a kid, it's you and then maybe one of the employees. Yeah. So you can do whatever you want in there. But inside this play structure is this giant, had to be 12 by 12. It's a square, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like a bouncy trampoline yeah. type moon bounce square. And, dude, it was a wrestling ring. Dude. It was the closest thing yeah. my 12, 13-year-old self had ever got to be in a wrestling ring. And, like, there were – in the corners, you could, like, get up like you're standing on the top rope and yeah. jump off. Dude, I'd go in there with my cousins. We would just straight up throw <laughs> down, man. We would have wrestling matches in there. I loved DZ. That was, like, my my sanctuary. Awesome, awesome place. You guys remember DZ? I do vaguely remember. Yeah. You're- I, I, I was there a couple times, but – not yeah. as not as uh, vividly as like Chuck E. Cheese or yeah. anything like that. Well, it didn't have a long run. So the, no. I mean, the company had a longer run, but as far as the DZ I'm talking about, it was in Southgate, yep. right by my mom's house, and it you know it came and went. It opened in probably yeah. late '94, and it was gone by like '96. Yeah, like, it, it was. was literally there maybe two years. What a shame! It didn't have a long run. I just remember it being like like Caesarland was. Yeah, was the big place to go to. It was just like Little Caesars. Playland. That, that could be another. Uh, that will be an episode. <laughs> yeah. So like that, and then we oh, we had Showbiz Pizza, Showbiz which will be a, a future episode. These are all in Southgate, all within like a Isn't mile that crazy? of each other. Yeah, yeah Southgate and then, was banging in the mid nineties. And the Discovery Zone came in, and I remember the commercials, and always wanting to go, and always wanting to go. And I feel like there was commercials. I would watch ESPN a lot, especially in the mid nineties, and um, there was always commercials for Discovery Zone, but none of them were around. And then when one opened in Southgate, I was like, oh my god, we went. And to your point, it was like you're going through this maze yeah. of obstacles and it's fun. I remember there being this you mentioned the rolly pin slide, but there was also like a like a manual treadmill thing that you ran across and it just rolled with <laughs> oh, your feet. Yeah. And um yeah. and that thing I remember being was really cool. But then to your point, you got in the middle and we didn't know each other in oh. nineteen ninety five, <laughs> but we were probably in that moon bounce uh, area yeah. at the same Throwing time. Throwing drop kicks. Yeah, and the Throwing you know the moon bounce moves. had the nets on yeah. the side. Yes. So you could pretend like you were in a steel yes, cage. Yes, absolutely. Oh my god, I love I mean that I remember place. being in there and just playing with kids that I had never met in my life and doing oh, wrestling sure. moves. It's like you know, nowadays our kids, you know, there's so many like cool play places to take your yeah. kids, right? And a lot yeah. of them are sometimes they're even free if it's like outdoors. Right. But when we were little kids, there was nothing like this Not at all. Like that, no. You know, nothing like it. So DZ comes in and it's like, dude, like game changing. For real. Um, On the play aspect of things, yeah. So that's DZ at its greatest, which oh, awesome. But DZ at its worst was its food. Does anybody remember? <laughs> I never. I, don't I have remember to the talk. I never about ate food there, but yeah, please enlighten us. So me and my food. sisters joke about it to this day. So if they ever listen to this podcast, they'll probably be laughing. But D- Discovery Zone, the worst pizza, worst oh, pizza man. I've ever ate in my entire life. <laughs> Absolutely disgusting food. Food was so bad there. Not good, but. If you went in there to have a good time, play, yeah. sweat your butt off, because I would be leave DZ like drenched, man. Yeah. It was like working out for a kid, but awesome place. Love DZ. 
Yeah, it was in the south. Of course, it was in the Southgate Shopping Center. Yeah, it's where Planet Fitness is now. Yep. So now there's adult humans sweating where I once sweat in 1995. Yes, yes. Yeah, <laughs> you should have yeah. just had Little Caesars delivered from down the road. <laughs> God, what some a good pizza in there. What a place that shopping center was in the early 90s, Dude, late 80s, booming. early 90s. You had Montgomery Ward, service, merchandise. Mm-hmm. Harmony yeah. House. Harmony House. Pack Shack in multiple locations. Pack Shack. Yeah. F&M Drugstore. Yes. Woo. Ball, ball, yeah, good times. Good. Good the times. bulk goods store as well, yeah, and uh, bulk candy store. Right, I think bulk goods. Farmer Jack was also there. Yep. Farmer Jack, and yeah. then you had Discovery Zone for about a eighteen to twenty month run. Yeah, <laughs> and, what a glorious run it was. <laughs> it was. And it's just now it's all like healthy, fun stuff. Yep, for a boo <laughs> Planet Fitness. It's like the adult version of Discovery Zone. Yeah, and then you've got like <laughs> Bath and Body Works over there now. Yeah, it's just uh, there is that world of games that went in, which is like like a bunch of the, the cornhole and the axe oh, throwing and all that there. stuff. So I mean, they basically said, hey. The kids who came to Discovery Zone, yeah, yeah, we need to have a, a real gym for those kids now, and they want to throw axes. Their now. own game center where they want to, yeah, they want to throw axes and <laughs> football bowling and all that stuff. Yeah, so, so Discovery Zone, great place, love awesome. it. You know what's funny? Real quick before we change topics, mm-hmm. so if you go on Google and you type Discovery Zone in, or if you go on YouTube and you type Discovery Zone in, the main thing that will come up is there's like a uh, Kind of like a, um, like an introductory video that an employee would watch. Yeah. But it's filmed and it was done by the staff of the Southgate, Michigan oh. Discovery Zone in 1995. So you can watch it. It's like 20 minutes long. It's pretty funny. And it's in that location. And it's in, and it's all the employees that work there. And it's in the our Discovery Zone. That's and that crazy. thing has millions of views. It's like very popular I'll on the internet because it's one of the few like video examples of a DZ yeah. working. And it's RDZ that That's we awesome. that we were in when we were kids. It's I'll be crazy. YouTube in that for sure. Did uh, was Chuck E. Cheese? Did they buy Discovery Zone as well? I don't know how that all worked out. Dis- Discovery Zone as a company went on for years after it closed. Yeah. After our location I don't closed, think they were bought out by Chuck E. Cheese. Um, yes. Well, kind of. Yeah, kind maybe of. years. It says later. in June '99, Discovery Zone closed half their locations. They were unable to alert those with reserve parties. 13 of those locations were sold to CEC Entertainment, yeah. the Chuck E. Cheese group, who attempted to accommodate last-minute party reschedulings over the following days. Chuck E. Cheese ended up purchasing over 39 locations in yeah. total. God, I probably heard and that. And absorbing them. Um, yeah. Uh, Discovery Zone, very cool. Very cool. Yeah. They were owned by Blockbuster originally. Or not originally. Mm-hmm. Blockbuster bought them from the original owners. Mm-hmm. So the, in 95, when they boomed, it was Blockbuster Video yeah. that owned Discovery Zone. Interesting. Two titans of the 90s. Yeah, yes, sure. absolutely. That could be a whole, a whole episode in its own. And Blockbuster, it, for sure. And apparently there is a new Discovery Zone location in Cincinnati, Ohio that opened in, ironically, February of 2020. Oh, so. no. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> the universe does not want Discovery Zone to exist. But yeah. Uh, Cincinnati, Ohio area, there is a Discovery Zone. It is the only Discovery Zone currently in the United States of America. Road trip. <laughs> <laughs> let's go. All let's right, do it. We spinning this wheel? Yeah, let's spin. We got four spin left. Spin that wheel. We're doing good on uh, time, guys. Oh, man, yeah. What do we got, oh, Joe? Oh, baby. We're going to the kitchen, boys. Oh. <laughs> the Food Fighters. Oh, yes. I love these oh, guys. Close the wheel. 
I love uh, these guys. Fill the air while I bring this back up. So yeah, food fighters, man. Uh, so this I don't know the exact year. Joe will fill us in in 86. a moment. 1986. So yep. this is 86 Mattel, right? These are little uh, action figures, probably about four, four and a half inches tall of just common foods that you see in the world. But the difference is these dudes have army helmets on. They're sporting giant uh, machine guns. They're super ripped. So yeah. it's like if G.I. Joe and McDonald's got together and spawned something, right. it would be Food Fighters. It was very much a product of the Reagan 80s. Yeah. Let's get super macho, rippling, jacked up military mm-hmm. inspired toys and then the gluttonous side of america yeah and you picture like in america yeah just like in that time in the 80s too it's like you got the california raisins you Mm -hmm. know i'm picturing peewee's playhouse peewee opens his fridge and all the food's talking to you it's like food like food (laughs) living food was like a you know an idea that people were talking about um and food fighters man Really excellent, awesome toys, worth quite a bit of money nowadays. Right. I believe it. Actually, they were 1988. 88? Okay. 88. Yeah, okay. and the, the entire line was only 10 figures. Right, and a couple vehicles, right? A couple vehicles, yeah. Carton. And then that unreleased, very awesome refrigerator playset that, that, oh, we, that we I, never got. I don't think I've ever seen there that. There was a picture of it in a toy catalog Okay. back in the late 80s, you know, showing it off, but it never went into production because the line got axed, you know? Wow, Okay. Yeah, Food Fighters are super, super cool. And, you know, when I think of Food Fighters, it was the kind of action figure line. Like, it's not an action. Maybe it was sold at Toys R Us. Maybe. I don't don't really remember remember seeing seeing it, but it was absolutely the toys that were at the grocery store. Absolutely. You know, every grocery store back in the day had their little four to eight foot section of toys, kind of usually like by the magazines. So you beg your mom, like, I'm going to go look at these toys. And it's usually, you know, pretty low, you know, kites, uh, paddle with the rubber ball, you know. Frisbees and stuff like that. Yeah, cheapo stuff. But you would find food fighters in there. It makes sense. It made total sense. Yeah, I wonder if Mattel, that was Mattel's marketing strategy. I mean, why not? You know, you're you're there to buy some pancakes. Why not buy a little short stack with (laughs) a machine gun while you're there, too? (laughs) Yeah, the only only (laughs) thing, I know Joe's got got a lot to dive in here. The only two I remember was the French fry guy who had. Fat Frenchie. Fat Frenchie (laughs) and a chocolate chip cookie. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I, I can't. What was his name? See, I, I'm not going to know all the names, so. Well, half of them are baby faces and half of them are heels. Right. The way you, you differentiate is by the color of their hat and the right. col- I think and the, the color boots. of their gun, too. And the oh, boots. and the boots. So, the military yeah, they're black or, black or brown. Yeah. Okay. Right. And you had what? Was it the kitchen? The kitchen commandos are the good guys, and then the refrigerator rejects oh. are the heels. Yeah, I'm starting to collect these now. Like, not hardcore, but if I can get them in my possession, I'll buy them. Yeah. So I have a. I probably have six or seven at home. Okay. But, man, my heel side is, like, almost complete. Really? And I think I only have two heroes. Do you have all the backpacks and the guns? I have a lot of the guns. Yeah, because each guy came with one backpack and one But the backpacks weapon. I do not have. I just I use G.I. Joe backpacks. It makes they sense. Yeah, they the plug right in. And they're yeah. easier to obtain. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, really, really cool toys nowadays. I love them. Very I lo- cool. I love line. them all. I, uh, my favorite one would probably be... Oh, man, that little. It's what's hard. the pancake guy's name? The little short stack dude. I I feel like Stack is in his name. I really I, I really like him. Although the I like the the pizza one. The pizza one. I have pizza I have the pizza cool. guy at home. I have the hot dog guy at home. They're yelling at us because we don't know the names. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I. Uh, oh, yeah, I don't remember. The only time I remember seeing these as a kid, mm-hmm. uh, in person, where someone actually had them, was at a show and tell in school. Oh. The kid brought in the French fry and the chocolate chip cookie. Okay. And I remembered the commercial. Oh. <laughs> I remember the commercial. Like, do you guys remember the commercial for him? Vaguely, yeah. Like, it was like like the claymation version Fighting of the, the Food Fighters would yeah. start going at it. 
Then, like, mom walks into the kitchen and is like, what's going on in here? And then it, like, cuts to, like, two kids playing with food fighters and oh, they, like, no, saying something. But, like, you looked, it looked like a real battle was going on sure. before mom walked in. Yeah. The claymation version of these That's guys cool. shooting at each other and stuff. And it was, it was a cool commercial. And then I remember the kid having them in show and tell. And that's the first time I laid hand, laid hands on them. But right. Joe, I think, has got some. You want to run here. through these guys' names? Absolutely. They're, they're pretty funny. Yep. So you got the, uh, I believe, the leader of the Kitchen Commandos is the hamburger. Okay. And it's a burger, burger deer general. <laughs> wow, that's <laughs> tremendous. And then you have a chocolate donut, which I believe had a variant with, like, pink icing on them, too, right? Like, there's a chocolate and a pink one. Yeah. Major Munch. Okay. You know? What was he? He's a donut. He's a donut. donut. Oh, and then okay. you have a chicken leg, and it's Lieutenant Leg with I two have, G's. I have Lieutenant Leg at home. Private Pizza. <laughs> yes. And Sergeant Scoop, who is an ice cream cone. Oh, I want him. I don't have him. And then over on the uh, bad guy side, yeah. Refrigerator Rejects, you have, have Short lineup. Stack, which yep. is a pancake. And he had a variant with, um, is it like purplish syrup on him or something like oh, that? Oh, is it? Okay. There's two versions of him. Fat Frenchie, who we have in front of us. Mm-hmm. The chocolate chip cookie is Chip the Ripper, which might be the best name. Yeah. Heck yeah. I got Chip at home. Then you have Mean Wiener. You can guess who yep. that is. He's and cool. then Taco Terror. Oh, I don't have the taco. It's a taco. Okay. And there was a barbecue bomber vehicle, which looks mm-hmm. like a grill of a barbecue. The Fry awesome. Chopper, which is a helicopter. And then you had the uh, Combat Carton, which is that the one I remember so the most. That thing is so cool. Yeah. It looked like a carton of eggs. Yeah. That's with awesome. wheels. It was a tank. The camouflage awesome. tank that was a carton of eggs. Right. They need to bring these things back to this. Like, I feel like this is a toy that right. fr- just ran into the buzzsaw mm-hmm. that was the 80s toys yeah. with the video game system coming out. I feel like Food Fighters could be easily timeless yeah. and could appeal to all generations. Well, there's all that stuff now, toys for kids. Yeah. Um, you know, there's like, what were they called? They were called the Trash Bag, those little things. The Grocery Gang. And then you got the Grocery yeah. Gang. My and son got the loved five the Grocery surprise Gang. mini brand, like yeah. they're set in a grocery oh, store. Yeah. You have all these toys that are based on like yeah. actual products. Like, yeah, man. The what? way that Food society is perfect. now, you could bring it back and have junk food versus, you know, the healthy food. Yeah. That's, that's how it would be done now. You <laughs> got the broccoli, you got the cookies, and they're going at it. Are the health foods the baby faces or the heels? That's a good question. <laughs> that is a good question. I think it's open to interpretation. Yeah. Oh, okay. They're both shades of gray. That's how I would do it. It's whatever parent decides. Yeah. Like, but French fries the hero For in real. my house. He is. Absolutely. <laughs> Fat Frenchie all the way. All right, so we got three topics left. All right, is let's it my go. turn to spin? I don't remember. Just do it. We're just going to go. All right, three topics left. I'm trying to think of what they are. I don't remember. Oh, here we go. My Pet Monster. Oh, the one that got away from me. Yeah. it was one, My Pet Monster is one of the few toys that I don't know. It just must have. It just must not have been available because my mom. You know, we've talked about it many times. Whatever I wanted, I got. But for some reason, never got a my pet monster. Really wanted one bad. Yeah. But what year was he? What year did my pet monster yeah. even come out? I believe he was also eighty six. But we, oh, it, it was debunked. Maybe I had food fighters and my pet monster mixed up. But the, yeah. my pet monster was definitely. 80 had to be before 87 so i think 86 is right because it was sounds about right it was featured in monster squad yep the movie mm-hmm. uh, the kid had a my pet monster on the shelf in several scenes and uh that's how i rem- want that so i remember the commercial for my pet monster was intrigued by my pet monster but monster squad as a kid was like my favorite movie as, Love that me movie. as a kid and that's 87 when that came out and um i don't know the scene's very vivid the the mummy is hiding in the kid's closet Dad's checking for monsters in the room. He looks at the My Pet Monster. 
And he's like, there's monster. And he gives a little, like, acknowledges my pet monster. I'm like, oh, my God, I now want my pet monster. I never got my pet monster either. Um, but it was just a plush, kind of, you know, in the, in the pound puppy vein. Mm-hmm. You had this plushed blue, I mean, it was blue-purple-ish. Yep, yep. He had big horns. Old, big old nose. Big, yeah. Big Giant co- orange handcuffs. Yeah, yeah colorful. cuffs. And big. It was a big toy. I think that was the main appeal to me was his size he was yeah, big you know because big. this was before wrestling buddies too yeah. so like as a little boy there wasn't a lot of like cool plush targeted towards us right mm-hmm. like your sister had all sorts of oh, stuff yeah. but this guy was sweet you know he wasn't like you know a nerdy doll he was a big cool colorful monster and yeah i've i've my whole life i've i've many times i've thought about you know what maybe i'm gonna buy this guy but the thing is my pet monster is crazy expensive. <laughs> oh yeah, just that, just the handcuffs, man. Dude, the handcuffs alone. Oh man, he is pricey, but it, but it's because he's so timeless. And like Dave was saying, you know, he's tied to film, and you just you can remember the commercials. Mm-hmm. And he's just like a huge. He's an icon of the mid to late '80s as far as boys' toys go. Yeah. Probably top ten most recognizable oh, yeah. toys from that period. And I believe it was a greeting card company. I can't remember which one off the top of my head. American, maybe American Greetings? Yeah. I think it is because they made Rainbow Bright too. Yeah. So I bet yeah. you My Pet Monster was like their male counterpart it, yes. to that. Absolutely was. Yeah, it was the market to toys with the, with the plush. I mean, you had Teddy Ruxpin, Pound Puppy success. Mm-hmm. Let's come out with My Pet Monster, Peel It to Boys. You had Rainbow Bright for the girls. So mm-hmm. yeah. And um, He had a cartoon too, right? Yeah. 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 It was short-lived. I yeah. don't think there was much... To it, maybe a one season or half a season. They were just trying well, to sell the to toys. They had to create a whole yeah. entire backstory for this. I yeah. mean, it's just a plush monster. And they made a lot of different plushes too in that line. Yeah, and that came out in '87. Yeah. The cartoon did. Okay. Yeah, you guys remember my episodes. football monster? My football monster. Yeah, it came yeah, out there like was a year a con- or two later. So it's my my pet monster, but he's got a football helmet on. He's wearing a oh, jersey. Okay. I do remember with the football helmet. And my on. football yeah. monster is also okay. super cool. Not yeah. as valuable as my pet monster, but pretty pricey in his own right. I feel, I feel like the my pet universe kind of had a branch off yeah. where they went away from just monster stuff, and they were because I remember. This might have been late 80s, early 90s, but there was like my pet dinosaur, my pet octopus, my pet. So the, really? the brand, I think, expanded wow. a little bit. Maybe my pet monster sales dipped or wasn't there, but they were a little bit smaller, but they had the my pet name in front of them. I, th- I, I think a big reason why I didn't have my pet monster is I think by the time we were like going to stores in 89, 90, mm-hmm. I don't think he was out. No, I think he was he had a short life. I think, I think he was, but like you see him in movies and you yes. see old ads and then you want him, but like yeah. he's not readily available. Right. Is, I kind of feel like that's why I didn't have it. There's another movie that my pet monster has. A, he's just in the background in that I've seen a ton and I always go, ah, my pet. oh, uh, Babysitting, Avengers and Babysitting. Oh, oh okay. Old Thor's, right? My pet monster hanging out in the background there, and uh, I think that's what it's going to picture the kid. That's yeah, that in his room, that the dude's room in that movie, whose name totally escapes me. Yeah, yeah my Great pet monster. Movie, All right, two Absolutely. topics left. I think so. Let me bring the wheel back up for you. All right, well, we we got two oh, more. Man. I'm gonna spin. Oh, well, let me know what's last. Here we go. What are we talking about next? Oh, baby. We're talking about American Gladiator. What a show. Dude, I love American Gladiators. Like, probably one of my favorite shows to watch, you know. So, Gladiator started in 89. I 
Wikipedia it. it okay. I guess it went all the way to 96, but by then I don't think a lot of people were really watching it. Only when you were homesick from was. school. All the way to 96? Oh, yeah. Were you watching new episodes or were you watching reruns? I was watching, and they had a, a pretty much a whole new Gladiator okay. stable. Well, and every they had, year they'd kind of... The Sky Track was like... <laughs> Sky Track, the, baby. That, dude, that's, that was what... I was like, if you're watching when the Sky Track was introduced, yeah. you've made it a long time. Yeah. Right? Because that was years before that game came out. And that game always malfunctioned or oh, didn't yeah, work. It stunk. It was a track literally hanging from the ceiling. The Gladiators would and the Contenders would hang... Uh, what I guess upside down, yeah, and they'd yeah. have to crawl <laughs> upside oh, down geez. along a track. Wild game, but American Gladiators, man, awesome, awesome TV. And looking back, I mean, it makes total sense, like why I would love this show, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. absolutely. I, like a kid grows up, you, you know, I love wrestling, I love sports, and this just takes all of all of that and combines all of it, right? No, the like, gladiators looked like wrestlers. Yeah, they, they had like straight up. Yeah, yeah they had man. Um, Laser, right? He was the one with like the crew cut. Yes. Yeah. To me, yeah. I was like, that's Sting. That's dude, Sting. That's yes. Surfer Boy Sting. <laughs> yeah. That's and Sting then, without uh, the face paint, yeah. man. And Nitro with the long hair. Yeah, oh, dude. Gemini looked like just a monster up oh, there. Man. He yeah. looked like he could have played D-line for anyone in the NFL. <laughs> Turbo. <laughs> Malibu. Remember Malibu. Malibu. Surfer Malibu. Wasn't there a zap? Yep. Zap, Zap was a female. She Zap. was super jacked. She was female. Yeah, diamond. 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 Ice. Ice. Yeah. Ice. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, what sky? Babes. That could have been later. Uh, later. Sky episodes. was a very tall woman. Yeah, she was good yeah. at some of the games. But dude, awesome, awesome show. Uh, so it was on in syndication, right? Yeah. So it, like, yeah. I, I'm sure it varied by region, like when it was on, what yeah. day, and what time. Mm-hmm. But it was just always on, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. For always years on. you could watch it. We probably I, watched it on. Who knows what channel? Whatever channel, like superstars. But then, or like syndicated wrestling but then was years on. Later, ESPN gets the rights to, mm. to air it. So then, it you know, like I feel like American Gladiators was on for a good decade straight because yeah, it be. could be ninety seven and you could be watching an episode sure. from ninety one. And even if you already saw it, you forgot. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> you don't. The whole idea is what? So you have these everyday athletic your average um, joes average joes yep. they're contenders and you got your cast of gladiators which are there to ensure they don't win yep. and you know they're playing different games you got you got breakthrough and conquer you got the wall you got the assault yes the assault powerball powerball <laughs> So many injuries in Powerball. <laughs> Powerball. Wait, are, was Assault the one where they'd shoot and yes. you'd be behind the thing? Ass- okay. Assault Ass- was the best game. I feel like Assault was the most like reenacted game in Absolutely. the house. Absolutely. I'm ready to tell my Assault. Dude, oh, yeah. We played Assault so much with the Nerf guns. Yep, yeah, that was man. it. So yeah, on a yeah. rainy day or on a winter's yep. day, yep. my mom's living room was kind of a, like a longer, like a rectangular-shaped yep. room. Yep. So me and my sisters, we'd get all the cushions off all the couches. Absolutely. So you're making your barriers throughout the thing. You mm-hmm. got your Nerf bow and arrow. Yep. You got some tennis balls. The whipping them tennis you're balls. You're the gladiator with your back to the front door and your yeah. brother or sisters and scurrying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're aiming for in, the head, man. The couch cushions and you're chucking tennis balls and shooting arrows at them. Yep. Dude, so much I did the fun. same thing, but for me it was in the basement because we had a long basement. Okay. And that's where we did it. And we would put up balloons behind the gladiator on the top of the ceiling oh yeah you, you, you know you'd be trying to knock the balloon down <laughs> nice that's you how took we it did a it step further Dude, we, we were into it that's awesome we made a, a cardboard target okay. behind the the shooter yeah and then you know there was usually three to five of us that would play so you had the shooter we had like two nerf guns for the shooter mm-hmm. and then we had like only one other nerf gun that one of the kids would bring so you didn't have many shots right but we would set up like we would set up three or four stations 
the last station, if you guys remember in the assault, that no, cont- very rare would a contestant hit it with one of the first shooters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But their best shot was when they would get to like the last station if they made it and they had like the balls they would throw. Yeah. We had rolled up socks oh. that you would throw oh, to try to idea. hit the cardboard. Yeah. So those were your grenades was the, was the rolled up socks and usually everybody hit the cardboard target when they got to the socks if, if you, you got there. to the socks. Yeah, yeah. Awesome, awesome show. What a so show, many man. cool games. Yeah, so Powerball. Is like how do you how do you even describe it's, Powerball? It's Full like contact. was it five was it five like barrels? Basically. Yeah, there's like pods, and then there's yeah. gladiators guarding there's these two pods. Guard, there's two gladiators. There's a pod in the middle, and then there was maybe there was only three pods. Yeah, and there was like the, the pod in the middle and two on the end. I don't know. There might have been on each end. I don't know. But you had two gladiators guarding, and the contestants would take a ball like a running back. This was probably a Larry Zonka this design is like a, game. You know, like a volleyball size, yes. circular yeah. ball. Yep. And the idea is to you know throw it in the top of the um, the base, right? Yeah. It's like a all the gladiators are trying to do is keep you from doing Knock this. you on your ass. And, and, dude, they're wearing like a little soft like karate-style helmet. No pads. No, no pads. You go back and you watch Powerball now, you're like, dude, so many blown dude. shoulders. and these gladiators and contenders are just gladiators are just straight up German suplexing yes. these dudes on the floor. There are no <laughs> pads on the floor. No, it's like astroturf Dude, on it was the rough. cement. And yeah, mm. you watch Powerball, you're like, oh my god. And American Gladiators was one show where you'd be watching it and you're invested in a contender. Yeah. And he gets to Powerball and they're like, we're so sorry to inform you that <laughs> <laughs> Blue Contestant is injured. And then just some random person would take his spot. The and then they just keep going. The Eliminator, yeah. Some guy with a mullet, some skinny dude with a mullet. Some dude was just waiting on the sidelines for somebody to get hurt. Probably just works <laughs> for the TV studio. Yeah, the guys always got hurt more than the, the females. Because like, the yeah. female gladiators, I mean, they, they were obviously good athletes, bodybuilders. Yep. Some of them they were. They weren't but, out to kill. But they weren't as out to kill. It's like, yeah. like you get Gemini and Powerball. You oh, get Gemini God. and the Joust. Joust, you were done. Oh, he was undefeated no in Joust. Dude, he was year you were yeah. done. Yep. But Gemini and Powerball, I remember. I mean, he, the dude looked like he could play on the D-line for anybody. He would just blow people up. <laughs> and then all the gladiators, they were the stars of the show. They all had toys tying it back to the podcast. Right. So, yeah. Great toys. Yeah, so Mattel made these toys. I want to say maybe 1991. Um, the toys... They weren't that popular at the time. No. I remember a lot of them making it to clearance, but you know they all shared a real generic body. But the the star of the American Gladiators action figure line is all the playsets for the game. Absolutely, you know, they, they had the wall. They had the Eliminator, which was very small, much smaller than oh, the yeah. actual Eliminator. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you had the Assault playset that you could replicate Dude. with your action figures. Mm. Uh, the Joust, just so many cool toys. And American Gladiators is one of those shows that it's been. Um, repackaged over the years they tried a couple times to make it work and it just i don't know there's something about it you just can't replicate it's the time and the place and the the personalities i think the problem now is they're trying to do it in prime time yeah, when well, they I guess it. like the modern equivalent of this now is American Ninja War. Exactly, like, it's, it's Ninja War. There's yeah. no gladiators kicking these. It's, yeah. it's it's man versus chorus. It's a reality show. Yeah. But yeah, it's. I think when they've reenacted, they've tried to put it in prime time summer program. I think Titan Games was the last rein with the Rock hosted. Yeah, incarnate of it. But they had American Gladiators with Hogan and Layla Ali, and they had a nice little run. Um, but it's just it, it's you can't put this in prime time. It's got to be it's. Programming. It's perfect for syndication because yes. every episode is in and of itself, right? You don't yes. have to watch them in order at no. all. You could no. watch, you know, 
episode from 91 and the next one could be three years later. It doesn't matter. Right. And, you know, th- it was perfect for that. It's the perfect show to just turn on and turn your mind off and just enjoy some entertainment. But be entertained. Ad, yeah, and I think the reason I was ad dollars don't work with syndication. But I think a place like a Peacock or a Netflix, I mean, I feel like NBC had American How is American Gladiators not streaming on Netflix? That's is a it? good question. Like, to me... It'd be a per- like if well, American Gladiators was streaming. I'd binge it right I, I now. Would just, I would just have it if, on in the background. If ESPN, right it would literally be on the timeline. <laughs> if toys if ESPN still right has now. the rights, it could be in um, like Hulu or Disney I'm Plus or ES- it might be in ESPN Plus. Okay. If they Whoa. still have the rights, I don't know who has the rights. I feel for like it if, if it was in Hulu, we would know. Yeah. But yeah, it, it's. I feel like it could work in 2022. It would just have to be like a street because they do reality competitions now on yeah on the streaming platform. So somebody could pick it up, have it already pre-filmed, put it in there, and let people watch it at their own court. It's not going to work on primetime television, but I feel like American Gladiators could work if you just throw it in Netflix. Brand new American Gladiators 2022. Ooh, sign me up. Like, oh Adding it to God. my list. <laughs> <laughs> yes, people will watch it when they want to. I want to watch some Gladiators knock some people on their butts. Yeah. Yes. All right, we so one topic we left. got one topic left. The no reason to spin the we wheel. We don't got to spin for this so one. So this was something I wanted to talk about. I don't have a lot to say about this. Yeah. I didn't have it, but I feel like it's going to bring up some good conversation, boys. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about Virtual Boy. The virtual Boy. <laughs> do you guys remember Virtual Boy? I do. It was 32-bit I, released in 1995. I don't know how it was 32-bit. It looked. It, it didn't, didn't look like no. it, but they claimed it was. All I remember of Virtual Boys, it looked like a Viewmaster with a video game controller attached to it. It was like on a Nintendo's <laughs> attempt. It was Nintendo's attempt at virtual reality yeah. in 1995, in, when the yeah. te- when the world was not ready. Like the technology was not no, ready for this. I don't this think at Nintendo all. was it's ready. 32 bit VR that doesn't work. I mean now, now VR is it's like I don't know statistics off the top of my head, but I know a lot of people with Oculuses and the PlayStation yeah. VR. Like this is as close. In our in our lifetime, that we've had the most VR gaming taking place at a successful level. Yeah. Well, so Virtual Boy, picture an Oculus, right? Yes. But it's on a tripod. Yep. <laughs> so you can't take it anywhere. It's it's stationary on you know put it on a table, and then from this tripod, you got some little controllers you put in your hands. Mm-hmm. So you stick your face up to this Oculus like <laughs> Viewmaster, mm-hmm. and you're met with graphics that can only be described as. Imagine original Game Boy style graphics, right? Pretty much. But yep. instead of like a green hue, it's yeah, red. It's red. It's red, red. Like watch a movie in the Ugh. 80s and someone's developing film in a room red. Like It's it's <laughs> it's like how the Terminator sees. <laughs> yeah. Dark red, dark black. You and you're trying face. to play Mario Tennis and yep. it's just not working. And your face is in there. So my memories of Virtual Boy because I didn't have it. I don't think a lot of people did. I uh, rented it. It came out in 95 and what? I think it was gone by 96. I think so. Um, but I remember at Toys R Us, that's where you would play it. That's yeah, where you would try a, every new yeah, gaming yeah. system. So Virtual Boy comes out, and it's got prominent display in Toys R Us. It's the end cap of the video game aisle. It's there for you to play. Mario Tennis is loaded up. Yep. So what? I'm uh, so 13 it's... years old, and you know you get in there, you get in tight, you play it for maybe five, six minutes. You're done. You, you back go, away. You go to back away. And, <laughs> dude, you're in Toys R Us. 
damn near blind. <laughs> then you're like, Bob, I need glasses. <laughs> like, <laughs> literally, let me have a seat for five minutes till my eyes adjust. It yeah, was insane. It was rough, like, it was playing rough. it, I'm like, who would want this thing? It was I, nuts. It gave me a headache. I it never gave everybody a yeah, headache. I never not, played it, but my, I mean, one of my friends. You never even got a trial, right? No, because there was always some kid, there was always some kid in there playing it already. It, it was like the coolest yeah. thing on earth for like a month, and then no one yeah, cared Yeah, and then I think one of, I was at Toys R Us with one of my friends. It might have been might have been my older brother and his friend, and I remember them playing it for like two or three minutes, and them stepping back and be like, <laughs> "Like this, this, like they had a headache immediately." It was like right. this sucks, yeah. and I was like, "Well, I want no part of that." I think my older brother might have like dipped his head in there for a second. We're like, "This thing, it was yeah. crazy, it's whack. It would, it would and, mess you up." Yeah, and uh, we thought it was broken. Yeah. I remember that thing was like, broken. But every time I'd gone into Toys R Us before that, there was always somebody else in there. Yeah. So I mean, only twenty-two games get released for the console. Yeah. It's uh. I remember, you know, it comes out. It's the biggest deal in the world for like a month. Huge deal. And then maybe six months later, it's on clearance. Mm -hmm. And it just keeps getting cheaper and cheaper and cheaper to the point, um, you know, near the end, it was it was like rock bottom cheap. Yeah. Like, I don't remember the price, but it was so low that I knew I think I had like 100 bucks. I'm like, I can buy Virtual Boy in literally like 15 games. Yeah. And I was going to Toys R Us. You I'm get like, the I'm, whole library. I'm like, I'm buying it all today, baby. <laughs> and I get there and it was gone. So, oh, you know, someone probably came in and bought, you know, cleaned them all up. But Makes that was sense, during yeah. that era, the mid 90s, where um, not just Virtual Boy, but Sega CD, yeah. Sega 32X. Yeah. Some of this stuff got so cheap on clearance at Toys R Us. Like, if you were going there with birthday money, you could have walked out with a cart full of stuff. Yeah. Um, my neighbor got Sega CD yeah, for real cheap. That's how I got my and Sega CD and my get, 32X. And I went to go get it, and they were they were gone. Yeah, because they were real, real cheap. Right. Yeah. But yeah, Virtual Boy, Virtual Boy was honestly looking back. Is it Nintendo's like only failure ever? It was definitely their first failure. Have they had any since? Like everything Nothing they do to usually that touches to, yeah. You know, is, yeah. turns to gold. Nintendo doesn't have too many misses. I know yeah. it's their, I know it's the lowest selling. Yeah. thing they've ever put out. I know the guy that, I don't know his name, the guy that like uh, created Virtual Boy for Nintendo got fired the next year. Oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be shocked if it got pulled off shelves because of the headache. Probably yeah. a bunch of, all of a sudden, eyeglass companies are raking in the dough that yeah. Nintendo's causing right. these kids to... Like, yeah. I'll just never remember or never forget you know playing it and walking away. Like that stark contrast of Dude. red screen to bright lights of toys r us yeah closest to being blind i think i ever oh, was in my whole it was life. an experience <laughs> well we hope you enjoyed this experience and yeah. this journey we took you on here today folks with the uh mystery retro grab bag yeah, that was a fun one we'll have that to do that fun. that's yeah. a good way to talk about topics that maybe not you know we can't talk about for 45 minutes. oh absolutely right yeah. right absolutely yeah i had a lot of fun doing this and um yeah send in some send in some thoughts yourself leave a review let us know what you thought about this episode if you want another mystery grab bag episode in the future suggest some topics maybe yeah. absolutely suggest whatever leave we'll a review put it on that like, wheel. subscribe to the thing because uh next week we're going to the bread and butter we're going back to the series that started it all what are we talking about boys we're talking about wwf hasbro series Man. five feels like forever it's been a while and we, oof, so this is 1993 yep. at its best we got 10 figures to talk about Hasbro's is the uh, it's the foundation that our podcast was built on, guys. It was the birth of the podcast, pretty much. I know we did episode, we did series one through four in the first eleven episodes, and we're, we took a ten episode break from yeah. Hasbro's. Right. We're yeah. coming back episode twenty one with Hasbro series five, folks. We'll catch you next week. Anybody got some closing thoughts? 
No, not at all. Well, other than I was telling Joe, yeah. we almost had a review to read this week, Dave, because so the Kmart podcast yes. yep. gotten lots of great feedback from people in person through Instagram. No one's left a review, but still great feedback. So I asked my mom, hey, Ma, did you listen to it? She goes, oh, I loved it. She's like, actually, I was trying to leave you guys a review. She's like, I got all the way almost to the end, and then it, the screen just changed. She's like, so I couldn't leave you a review. And I was like, oh, mom, we could right. We <laughs> start right. over. Like, my mom's like one of the stars of this podcast. All my yeah. stories start with her. Right. So one of these days, I'm going to show her how to leave a review properly. But she liked it, guys. She that's liked awesome. her Kmart podcast. If we got mom's approval, we're doing something right. You know, you know that's right. <laughs> but yeah, that's it. So yeah, yeah, next week is Hasbro's. I'm excited. Let's All right, go. we're going to go play a song now, guys. Yeah, let's do it. Spin that wheel.